0: To the Big Fat Gay Podcast, where we like to talk about the things that are weighing on our minds. My name is Don Marshall. I am a big brunch anticipatory boy today (laughs) because I am going to go out with brunch after we record today with a couple of people I met at Bigger Vegas. We're visiting. Oh, lovely! How saucy! They're listeners too, so they know. (laughs) They know who they are. They've been warned. It's still our own fault.
1: (laughs) Don, are you? fraternizing with the viewers <laughs>
0: <laughs> See,
2: at least i got you to stop calling them the Hoy Poloy. <laughs> <I'm, laughs> oh i like the Hoy i'm dan oliverio author public speaker and chubby chaser and uh, no i'm I, i'm not going to brunch i just had muesli muesli and um, it was delicious a little yogurt and it's a lovely afternoon and um, that's all i'm going to what say. is
0: the difference between muesli and granola
2: Oh, how long do we have dog? Okay, Christ. moving on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm Trevor
3: Keyson. I'm a super chub. And today I'm a little uh, a Trader Joe's chocolate chip popper joffin boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I can't remember exactly. It's I know, but popper. I built it out of IKEA furniture. I yeah. kind of like popper joffin. It's, cool. uh, they're little pancake puffs. They're little pancake oh. puffs that
2: are chocolate chip. Nice. Because uh, they don't have any of the maple, I guess. Right. No, the, mm. those
1: ones are really good. I'm disappointed that they're, uh, they're gone. They sound
3: they're gone.
2: good,
1: though. Um, my name is Michael Willer. I am a chaser, and today I am a coffee cauldron boy. In fact, I'm a bigger Vegas coffee cauldron boy because I have the blue uh, Bigger City mug that they gave out in the uh, care package. i got to say, that
2: package. was a good loot box. Yeah. It yeah, was it a it was good loot box. They, They've been doing it a while. They've learned their loot.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so I filled this thing up, and... Uh, there you go. Ooh. <laughs> Get ready S&R. to hear that for the rest of the show.
0: <laughs> um, but here we are. That was the sound of an old-fashioned, people. <laughs> Shh. Don't tell my secrets. I'm oh, sorry. An old-fashioned coffee. Yes. <laughs> With this. lace. You don't judge me. <laughs> I don't judge you.
1: Anyway, we're here. Yeah, we're it's here. It's happening.
3: We had our, uh, our self-care and share...
1: This past weekend. Oh, God. Brain. Well, I mean, we're recording.
0: Like,
1: I know, but
3: it's, it re- <laughs> happened when this came out. <laughs> we're recording this the day
1: before. Yeah, but it's it was but By the time this comes <laughs> out, sure, sure, sure.
0: So we does anyone have any theories well. of amazing events that will happen tomorrow? Um,
1: <laughs> somebody's going to get naked. Yeah. Whether or not it goes this on this camera?
0: This streaking incident did surprise me. It was yeah. the marching band that went through afterwards. that guy's... Uh, screen that just shocked. Me. i'll never I'm look at a piccolo,
2: i'll never look at a piccolo the same way again yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: anyway the raptor attack was cool hopefully hopefully it went well yeah hopefully
1: we're least, recording
2: this before the actual event yes, yes.
1: <laughs> um i'm excited though it's it's it was at noon it was fun it's going to be on patreon noon mm-hmm, pacific the recording time. so um, yeah uh, but we're gonna put the recording on Patreon. So if you missed it and you are a patron, you can go check it out. If you are not a patron, you can support us on Patreon and yep. get access to everything at any level. Um, we appreciate every little mm-hmm. bit that counts. Uh, we broke fifty. Did I? Did we mention that yes. recently? Yeah. Um, so that's fucking awesome mm-hmm. and very exciting. Thank you guys so so much. Things are snowballing. Yeah, they <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's getting into the winter. We time, appreciate episode.
0: it, and it genuinely, like we we always reassure you, it's being used to. Uh, Pay our editor so he doesn't drop dead from exhaustion. Yeah, it does uh,
1: happen. <laughs> it happens from time to time. But anyway, yeah, that's that's all exciting. We got a mini-sode coming up. We got behind-the-scenes content, cutting room floor, all kinds of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a couple of surprises we'll, we'll concoct. Surprise! Yeah. Um, <laughs> we,
3: have a, we have a new little thing, I think. Did you put it on the board? Oh, yes. Are we doing it? Yep. Yeah, we're trying right. it. I don't know. I don't I didn't listen to the last episode. I'm intrigued. This
0: this is the first time I'm hearing this.
1: Buckle up, everybody. It's pop culture. (laughs) Michael.
3: He's doing a little dance. His tongue sticking out. Booty action. I didn't even know you could twerk
1: to this. And he just took us into pop culture. He
0: stuck the landing.
1: Good job. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't initially intending for that to be something that we just like listen to and then start talking. But, you know, it works. Well, I think this, uh, for, you know, the The first first, time. The first time. Yeah. Um, It just felt like we've said a hundred times at this point that we need music to go into pop culture. So there we go. We're in. Yeah, we're in. And the first thing up, appropriately enough, is Miss Lizzo.
3: Yeah. A, what could
2: be possibly happening in, in Lizzo world? She doesn't do anything. Does she
3: do I, So, I mean, this is something where it's surprising, because I Dan broke this news to me. Aha! Whoa! Yes, oh. pop
2: culture maven Dan Oliverio. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dan? <laughs> so, um, you know, there was such a brew ha and ha over <laughs> Lizzo <laughs> playing.
1: <laughs> is it safe? Let me swallow first. Okay. okay. <laughs>
2: there we go. If I
0: had a dollar for every time. Yeah.
2: Well, I said <laughs> piccolos. Anyway, uh, we, uh, just, it, there was such a brouhaha over her uh, twerking and and flouting the flute. And so the Madison, the James, at, Madison, the James yeah. Madison crystal flute, and so apparently, uh, whether in response or in coordination, or I don't know why, or she a was, PR crowd. or mm-hmm. a, I don't know. Well, no, she was invited. She mm-hmm. was invited, not to, by her, oh, not by her,
1: by Montpelier. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm on
2: board. I knew what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was on. She was invited by Montpelier, the um, uh, uh, the home of his estate, his estate to come to the home of Jane Madison and uh, play a bunch of instruments there,
1: which is back in Virginia. Where I'm from. Uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, anyway, so the the Mont- Montpelier Estate has invited Lizzo to come have a private tour at her schedule's uh, leisure, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not she's going to do it is unclear. I mean, it's cool. I think that you know they saw an op- they saw a very good opportunity for them to connect themselves to the crystal flute uh, playing press because um, I'm sure the Montpelier Estate needs you know, needs all the help they can get. Well, but I mean, it's regardless, not
2: out of the blue. I mean, it makes complete sense yeah. that this would happen. Yeah.
1: It's not disconnected. I'm just saying, you know, they have, they could easily have ulterior motives. Um, I'm curious, like they said in their statement, um, Montpelier enthusiastically invited Lizzo to perform and share her unparalleled talent. Yeah. And what that means, I'm not clear on I it, think they're, no,
2: she's going to play an instrument or, or concertize or something like that.
1: I suppose. I mean, they offered it anyway. At the end of this, um, they recognizing how busy their schedule is as both James Madison's Montpelier and blah 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 blah, would we'll be overjoyed to have the superstar bring her music to Montpelier, the home of President Madison, uh, President James Madison, the U.S Constitution, and generations of enslaved Americans. Hmm. And so they didn't shy away from that history, but I'm curious like what like are they going to tie that in somehow? Or no, like, I think they're just this... acknowledging
2: it. I think they're acknowledging it so that it, it's yeah. not acknowledged for them. Yes, I, I think, sure. yeah,
0: if it was acknowledged for them, Lizzo couldn't go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. His, historic places guess...
3: have a history <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of not acknowledging no. enslaved people being part of the uh, troubled history of those places.
0: It was interesting. I was just listening to... <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anyway. Historic places have history, people. <laughs> yeah. Keen. I was
0: just listening to an interview of a, uh, what, what do you call it, a custodian of one of those estates? Caretaker curator. Caretaker curator. And they were saying, like, they've just upped their tours and all this stuff, but they admitted that there's still no mention of slavery on the tour. What they said is like, oh, we're investing in a virtual tour that that will be very fun. Well, it, it
2: depends site to site. And yeah. a lot of places have gotten a lot of backlash from the from the white tourists. Like I came here to see the architecture, not to hear about history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, uh, excuse me. Mm. Yeah. So uh, they're getting a lot of pushback from their from Some, their customers, from people who don't
0: like their history actually yeah. being historical.
2: And yeah. and all, I mean, almost any everything in the South is facing this, whether it be a yeah. plantation in Louisiana or you know Montpelier and uh, mm. Madison's home. So every historical monument is dealing with this practically. Uh, and even if it wasn't in the South, you can bet that enslaved people had a hand in building it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. All right. Anyway. So Move we'll see. On. We'll we'll check back in yeah. with uh, however Lizzo responds to that. Moving right along. Disney. This is, this is and then, has ooh. nothing to do with it's, our later yeah. topic
0: today. Now, this is really interesting to me.
1: <laughs> so uh
3: this is from is it inside the parks? So uh yeah, inside, inside the, the, the magic. magic. Inside the magic. Which of course follows uh, everything yes. Disney. Everything Disney. uh, Everything. Everything. Covering um, the conversations around uh, park guests and the lack of plus size uh, clothing options in the park stores, which I am very familiar with.
0: But it's so frustrating to me because we've talked about it on the show before the parks themselves tend to be very mm-hmm. uh, plus side friendly. Oh, yeah.
1: Now who's <laughs> drinking during the show, Don? I can't
0: help it. I took a swig from your
2: coffee cup and now I can't find my toes. <laughs> That's
1: him popping the champagne for his next mimosa. Oh, Woo! dear.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I got to say, I do have some sympathies because as we discussed in a previous episode, we've tried to find large size merch. It's really hard to find. Mm-hmm. The thing about Disney, though, is absolutely everything in the park is custom made for Disney whether it's a railing whether it's a doorknob mm. it is custom made for Disney by Disney mm-hmm. so you know maybe they could source some larger clothes well you
1: and know. and it goes up to 2x in almost every case mm-hmm. maybe you can wander around and dig up some 3x's that's the yeah. top top like that's a low chance of that
2: happening are we going to bring up pooh cuz i have a lot
1: to yes say. i we are cuz
2: oh what's the so pooh news
3: there oh. is no pooh like non-plush merchandise you
2: cannot get a t-shirt with poo on it that doesn't that that only that only a three i i feel like we should clarify for a
1: non-winning poo comma winnie the yeah dan he's gone we just have to wait
2: this is gonna be one of those things where he laughs the entire show like a second grader (laughs) no poo shirts like there are poo shirts but you can only wear them if you're three
3: (laughs) yes (laughs) well, no, but Puchers, like poochers, poochers,
2: poochers.
1: <laughs> can we just say Winnie the Pooh
3: is yeah. it that much more uh, no, there are no Winnie the Pooh
1: shirts <laughs> <There you go. laughs> available if you're not three <laughs> um, why do you think that is is that a fat thing or I, uh,
0: maybe they're just afraid that people will try and come in costume Pooh and just walk around no. the, the theme park with in a, a red shirt but no pants. And no pants I think it I is
1: see. because
3: Pooh is fat he's effeminate he is hmm. I don't know no, you like, can
2: you can get ER on a shirt, you can get Tigger. Oh
3: my God, the Tigger merchandise. The Tigger merchandise
2: is out the window, it's ridiculous.
3: It is just so bizarre to me that not only do they not have like uh, Winnie the Pooh shirts, but also they don't come in Winnie the Pooh sizes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which well, is boy. like a big Disney thing, is like Pooh size guests. No,
2: no, but it's not even that. It's not even that they don't go to 5X, they don't go to... They don't go to large. They, again, if you're not three, you can't wear the merchandise.
1: Trevor,
0: you're not poo. You're a super poo. <laughs> and they're off. Well, I
2: mean, if they <laughs> can
0: solve the issue, I'm they so can. If they solve the issue, they could flood the park and they'd have poo <laughs> everywhere.
2: They would I mean, have poo everywhere. Yeah, you'd be slipping on <laughs> it.
3: Okay. Anyway, anyway, the point, the oh, point that's not is, funny. Is to, to it <laughs> well, no, no weird, it's when <laughs> you start trying, Dan. What's weird? Well, is hopefully, I've extinguished. <laughs> what's weird is there is like I feel like seeing like i don't know there's a type of like older fat lady in a Winnie the Pooh sweatshirt that i feel like where does she get that where does that come from is it like b- it's bootleg she made
0: it herself
1: she she stitched it herself <laughs> um I, one of the points that i thought was interesting was that not only can you not find uh frequently not find shirts that are are the right size um or that are in a size that you could wear but if you think you might be able to wear say a 2x um that you find in the park or a 3x if you're lucky enough to dig one mm-hmm. up from, you know, some back room somewhere. Uh, dressing rooms. How, how often is there a dressing room that you can go into and, like, try the shirt on without having to, like, struggle to get it over your head in the middle of the
3: store?
2: I don't think I, I've, I've
1: ever seen that.
2: I will, I will say this. I didn't even know they had dressing rooms. They, they don't. don't. That's, just so that's the problem. No, I, I mean, there's two things. One, the space concern. I don't think you're going to put dressing rooms in a theme park, but okay, maybe in the Disney store in downtown Disney. But here's the other thing. That shirt will, have, will be tried on by thousands.
1: I mean that's what makes it good Dan it's called, <laughs> it's called a patina Yeah I'm just oh. saying I'm just
2: saying that there will like y- y- you see my point wow. here You see my point here I mean it's yeah, we're not talking even even though we're not talking about underwear. It's, it's just like Disney, Disney.
0: They can cycle out the sample shirt. I feel They like, can
2: afford it. Are you good? Do you really want to put on the sample shirt? Oh, we have a sample. I for you, think Dawn. it would be brilliant <laughs> if the they sold
1: shirt. Winnie the Pooh underwear and it was just like a hanger with nothing on it. <laughs> <laughs> I. There you go. Ten ninety
3: nine. I mean, and
0: the park could guarantee like size uniformity across the parks. So you only need to try it on once, and once you know that the Disney three X fits you, yeah, you can gonna, buy the three X. That yeah. another fantasy is available it, in the gift. Ah!
3: <laughs> well I don't know let us know your experience with Disney Parks merch maybe uh, if you have some some good poo merch you know where like if, or maybe you're one of those old women that I see with the, the Winnie the Pooh sweaters yeah where the hell did you get them yeah like, let us it, know what
1: size they are yeah all
3: right oh, we, need to, do, it, need, we need to do we need to get a
1: spooky version for Halloween of the Fat Watch. Let's
0: get a composer.
1: <laughs> um, it's happening, everybody. Yeah, it's Fat our... Watch. Feel that breeze. We We're... are talking about the one and only Ash Pryor. And if you've never heard of Ash Pryor, let us explain. Um, she is one of the newer uh, peloton instructors, official, um, plus size woman, teaching rowing classes. And as you can imagine, all of the uh, the health buff fitness fools who are super into peloton are none too happy that a fat woman is leading her her classes and can there. i
2: just say i mean she is the antithesis of everything you think of with the stereotypical version of like fat right she mm-hmm. is she is amazonian, amazonian 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 she is amazing amazonian I mean, uh, her physique is fantastic except she's not a size 2 I'm looking at a picture of her right now and I kind of wish I had her arms. It's amazing. She (laughs) looks amazing. But, you know, she's not a size two, therefore, she doesn't belong in fitness. How about these people?
1: The subtle racism of people comparing her to Lizzo.
0: It's (sighs) the blatancy of It's right there. (laughs) You don't get to exercise with everyone else until you are looking like everyone else. Yeah, like, that whole
2: double standard of like, you really should go to the gym. Oh my God, you're in the gym? Yeah. <laughs> really what are yeah. you doing <laughs> here? Like you're
3: too fat if you're not working out and you're too fat if you are working out and you just- You're too fat. You never win. Yeah. Anyway. Well, because it's
2: never about health. Ever, ever, ever.
1: The Fat Watch ver- uh, reason for this is that she, um, she's, not, she's not just, you know, she's not just uh, getting sad or taking it lying down. She mm-hmm. is clapping back. Um, and not even directly at the haters, but just inspiring the people following her who want to look up to her and do Peloton if they feel like it. And uh, she made an Instagram post, uh, I, I think soon after she was hired, um, and it says, This moment is forever us Mm -hmm. for the ones who fidget with their clothes too Mm -hmm. much because they're worried too much is showing the ones who don't fit in boxes for the ones who were told to be more realistic with their dreams for the ones who didn't see their voice their culture, their body being celebrated for the ones who weren't the superstar athlete for the goofy black nerdy girls with a little spice Mm -hmm. for edges, undercuts and high tops baby. This is for us. That's
2: awesome.
0: And I gotta say, I've had multiple personal trainers over the course of my life and all of them were lovely, wonderful people who gave me good advice, but I would have loved to have had a personal trainer who knew what it was like to be working out at my size. I was going to say who
2: shared my experience Mm -hmm. of this workout. Yeah. Who had an experience of living in in a body your size. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Like I I can't tell you how many times, like every personal trainer I ever had eventually wanted me to do like leg lunges (laughs) and squats and stuff. And I'm like, are you,
3: that's. I had a trainer, our first session who wanted me to jump up (laughs) like the box (laughs) and I, Like there's the 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 box thing where I Uh, look at him, I'm like, "You're joking, right?" (laughs) Like, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Well, I
2: I mean, do you want to talk about the the planking?
3: Um, I mean, yeah, I had a a, my Pilates instructor for first session wanted me to like do wall planks and like put all my weight on my toes and like kind of then like lean against the wall, and I was like, I like can't do that. Like, I think I'll break. That that sound you're hearing is the sound of Trevor's toes shattering. Although now you know i'm i do basically exclusively mat pilates and i do stand on my tippy toes and do ah, things like well wow. but imagine that on my toes well, no, imagine the, that you could see that part yeah. but using the
2: toe as a fulcrum for a very very heavy body that's that's not why
0: yeah it's not a good idea you know yeah
3: i think it's just a having that understanding but i think also just think, imagine like people who are apprehensive about peloton seeing that there is a fat instructor and in seeing themselves yeah. mm-hmm. and not only
1: like the lived experience, but I think also just like seeing someone else do it and giving, and I think for me, it's cool because she's not just, she's not just doing it, but she's providing a space for people to gather yeah. around. Like she's giving you a place mm-hmm. to she's go. She's
0: throwing elbows to make that happen. Well, I, it probably wasn't easy for her to get here.
2: Well, and, and what do you think of this too? If someone is into changing their body, you know, they the, the, the live lean little muscle twink at the front of the room is like, okay, well I'm never going to be that, but yeah. you could be her. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I find her more inspirational than some hard body in front of me because I will never be a hard body. That's absolutely true.
1: So thank you to Ash prior yes. and uh, to pop sugar for putting the article out there because mm-hmm. you know making this story bigger um, today. Now that we're moving into the main subject, so excited. We have <laughs> we have a fun one. I'm very excited for this because uh, I think Trevor, Trevor, and or Dan should set this up because it started with with Dan. Well, so I it started with me. No, I was, wasn't even
2: there. It did. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: because I so I was just thinking. So that's exactly right, Dan. <laughs>
3: there's been a lot of talk, just like the little the you know. There's the the, the new trailer for the
1: Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. People
3: and, being
0: so outraged that they dare make a black fish woman. Yeah. Well,
1: it's not because she's black, it's because she doesn't have red hair.
0: <laughs> yeah, now
1: there's only one.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, that's the funniest thing ever. Yeah, wow, it's <laughs> nope.
1: That's no, there have been people with red hair who are like, What about us?
2: What <laughs> well, about well, them?
3: Now they only have one other Disney princess with red hair. <laughs> They're down no, to actually, two. Yeah, two. There's no, there's two more because uh, Anna. I'm from uh, Frozen. She has red hair. Does she? I was talking about Merida or whatever. Oh, yes, she does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so now there's only two
1: <laughs> Disney princesses with red hair. That's true, from Brave. It's a red hair crisis.
3: Anyway, anyway. So, Little um, Mermaid. Little Mermaid, and it was kind of in my head, and just like Ursula and everything. And I was like, Dan has never seen the Little Mermaid. And to be
2: clear, to be clear for people like me who <laughs> sort of washed over, the the, the racist pure is over the live-action remake, which is yes. not out yet, which yeah. is why we're not talking about it. Yeah. And what we're talking about is the original animated movie from 1989.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, the anyway. <laughs> tie, the tie-in here <laughs> t- 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 <laughs> is important this pull this back on course um is that uh, first off ursula is a fat icon yeah. uh-huh. and actually
0: based on another fat icon uh, uh, for those of you divine. who haven't seen the yeah, movie icon. ursula yeah. is based off of divine mm-hmm. the drag queen and very they've been very upfront about it i would also be surprised if they didn't take some inspiration from pat carroll the woman who voiced the character oh of course mm-hmm. they, they always who do looks it. a
1: lot like that character yeah yeah mm-hmm. and, and besides that the movie little mermaid was Sort of the brainchild passion project of uh, Howard Ashman, yep. uh, who was a gay man uh, who died of AIDS. Uh, pretty I mean, sure he's, he's uh, part I of the composer
2: right. lyricist team. Yes, he
1: yes, but he's also producer. Mm. Um, and if you look at behind yeah. the scenes footage, he's the one like directing. I forget her name, but the woman who sang for Ariel. Yes, um, yeah. uh, Jodie Ben Benson. Benson. Something like that. Ben anyway, T- he's the one like, directing her entirely. Like he, it's basically his movie. Mm-hmm. And then Alan Menken came in and helped write the music or the lyrics. I yeah. forget which one he does.
0: And he, The Little Mermaid is the rebirth of Disney. Disney was yeah. failing. Yeah. Disney was in big trouble when The Little Mermaid came along and turned things around for them and gave them a new blueprint for how they would make their movies for the next 20 or 30 years.
1: They were, what is it, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and Lion King were the Silver Age it was like because... Well, in Aladdin. In Aladdin, I guess, in the like, mid-90s. Anyway, so Little Mermaid was at the front of that. It's hugely influential. So, so many people, especially gay people, love it because it has these overtones and themes of wanting to be in a world where you're... Where you accepted fit in, where you're accepted. Fit, where you can n- be
0: loved for who you are. And where you can be yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. So like she, Ariel doesn't feel like she belongs. Um, and the similarities to a lot of fat people living in a, you know, a mainstream-bodied world can't be ignored either yeah you know the same things that make it so appealing to a gay audience make it appealing to a fat audience i I mean
1: it's a very i mean it's disney at its finest it is a universal theme where you can i mean i think disney does its best work when you can take a story that has strong potent themes Mm -hmm. but they're sort of general enough that anybody can put their own struggle onto it sure but Mm -hmm. i I
2: think what makes disney disney right now because it's it's part of their brand now uh, some even argue that it's very American, is that you will succeed by being yourself. Like that is part of the brand mm-hmm. of of Disney. Uh, and you certainly say that in Little Mermaid. You mm-hmm. certainly see that in anything recent. Which is one of the big reasons why Disneyland is a mecca to the gay
0: the gay community, mm-hmm. the gay world. Yeah. So I'm curious, because I
1: had only seen this once. Trevor and Don, presumably, many, many, many many times. a few times. Dan, this is your first watch. What was your, yes, it what did was. you, what you think? Oh my God, What's Dan was making review?
3: such a fuss. <laughs> like, oh, we have
1: to watch that movie. Oh God.
3: I can't oh, imagine. I can't I, even imagine what it was. I hope I like. like it half as much as I'm dreading watching it.
2: <laughs> no, I said, I hope I like it more than I'm dreading watching it. I mean, it was like that time I had a hangnail. <laughs> no, um, y- yes. I mean, I knew, it, I knew it was a good movie. I knew it had to be a good movie because it, it can't be terrible and that many people love it. Um, I liked it. It's it's good. Um, I, I completely see why. You know, I think Trevor, you've said this. I mm. see why they didn't cast Lizzo for the live action because she would have stolen the show and made the Little Mermaid look like the villain. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's too likable. She's her way style. too likable and hip and all that stuff. Um, I I have to admit, I didn't see as many themes of. Gay representation, I mean, I got the gay, I got the queer coding, picked up on that. Um, What I really picked up on a little more, I have to say, was uh, that it it was colonization, Mm. that it's, you know, wanting to be part of the colonizer's culture. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I actually never got that theme. Uh and and, and it reminds me of like uh, uh there's a theme like that running on Once on This Island where it's like if we could just like if we could just go back to France, if we just go you know, go mm-hmm. to you know where the bosom come from, where the where the where the really good people come from, you know, the motherland. And not that the land is the motherland, but it's all told in terms of the land people, very much so. Mm-hmm. Um so th- and then I anyway, okay, this is. Kind of off the topic, because it's not not at all why we're discussing it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I did like, uh, I, I did love Ursula, of course. How could you not love God. Ursula? Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I, I love, I actually, I love the pacing of the movie. I love that it's a short movie, and it winds up really quickly once they've established stuff. I like, mean, it's an hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. It's 89 minutes, and acts yeah. four and five whiz by, which was mm-hmm. like, no, nope, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it certainly doesn't overstay its welcome. I think the movie is at its finest when there's music going on. Like, if, it, yeah. because there's so many iconic, memorable songs. I had forgotten a couple songs. And then as soon as I heard them again, because I've only seen the movie once, I was like, oh, that's from yes. this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even Even realize. Some of the
0: throwaway songs, that, like the. Well, the le the song? Les Poissons, poisson.
2: Les poisson. oh, I love Les Poissons.
0: <laughs> I, I love that song. There's another reason why this is a pertinent story to our podcast, mm-hmm. of course, which was that and Hans Christian Andersen was most likely a gay writer at the time, uh, and this was written as a love story to some to a straight man that he loved, that he had confessed his love to, um, and had apparently kindly rebuffed him is the story i heard
2: yeah everybody but. was really pretty kind in their rebuffs of mm. him but
0: everybody yeah. rebuffed
2: him <laughs> um,
0: so this was this was literally written by a gay man tr- like about his experiences wanting to be a part of someone else's world and not being allowed in mm. so the idea of that story evolving with uh the the story of the gay person in mainstream society there's something appealing to that like, we couldn't have our happy ending back then. We can approach our happy ending in most places now. Mm. You know, like, it's, it's nice to feel that the world is getting better and that, that it's reflected in our stories yeah. yeah, in some way.
1: Yeah. It certainly helps that, again, Howard Ashman, whose project this was at Disney, mm. like, was a gay man and, like, had a partner and died of AIDS and, like, very much lived that experience when he was making this movie.
0: And remember, this came out in the late 80s. You know, eighty nine, when you know AIDS was at its at its highest rate, and being openly gay was really a rarity. Mm-hmm. So, I want to talk about Ursula. Oh my god! I feel like we're
1: dancing around yes. a little bit. I want to talk about Ursula. Mm-hmm. So, I had only seen the movie once, and <laughs> when I I rewatched it last yeah. night with Michael, who has seen it hundreds of times. Oh my god! Mm. He has seen it so many times. When he was a little kid, he had. <laughs> a VHS tape of The Little Mermaid. He wore it out. He wore it out twice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow.
2: I would love to know what he sees in the movie that I'm obviously missing. I asked him.
1: I asked him. (laughs) Um, He, this makes so much sense if you know him. He loved that he related to Ariel because she felt stuck in her own little world Mm. and she wanted to go out and Mm. see the rest of the world and go on adventures and learn about other places and mm. other people Love and, and yeah. just okay. get away from where she was, yeah. which I think is very much, yeah, that's where he comes from. Mm. It's
0: a launching point for a lot of gay men. Oh yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, and I think for him, it's also like you come from a, it's not a small town, it's a college town, but it's not a big town either in Tennessee mm-hmm. and you're gay and you don't necessarily fit that culture and you want to go out and explore the world and maybe have a bit of a, you know, I think he's got that like, I'm not a small town kid, but I'm a small town kid.
2: Yeah, yeah. feel
1: Mm -hmm. for me though. Seeing Ursula for the second time, I guess. uh, But I had forgotten a lot of this movie. Mm -hmm. The first thing she complains (laughs) about, you know what I'm going to say. The first Uh, scene, she's wasted
3: away to practically nothing. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) She's
1: hungry.
2: She's her little problem. problem, Her little shrimp.
1: She, <laughs> <laughs> she's hungry. She's like, I'm wasting away.
2: I, I beg to differ. Her biggest problem <laughs> is she is a deposed ruler. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No, but I'm talking about the the
2: introduction yes. to
1: this character. I suppose the very first. But thing but she's
2: pining because what is she, yeah. Because what she used to be is in the palace yeah. and eating and what she wanted. You're both right. Yeah, yeah, you're both right.
3: so I love that because so okay, Ursula. Oh my God, Ursula! I just I'm so excited. I have so many things I want to say. I have so many <laughs> feelings. <laughs> so th- there has been talk online about Ursula and the fact that she can shape shift. Mm. but she chooses to be Mm. in her fat body. Mm. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And
1: the, when she said, and I was thinking, it was very like, she throws it around. Yeah. She laughs with her ass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) When, so
3: when she said that, I'm like, she does. I was like, was Ursula fatter (laughs) in the past? And like, is she like, is she like, I think the joke is like, she's fat and she's saying she's wasting away. She's, Sitting eating these little shrimps, yes.
1: shrimp shrimps. But maybe she actually but like, is maybe wasting she was, away. Like this
3: is like, and she is. <laughs> she just. And Pat Carroll said she loved that just how large Ursula is and how she embodies this, and mm. how yeah. it is everything
0: just, about the character down to the voice. Yes. is lush and voluptuous. And don't forget the
1: power of body language. Yeah. as she's like throwing her hips mm. around. Oh,
0: you have to say <laughs> it right, Michael. And don't forget the importance the of a body, body language. language. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was something
3: I, I when I was watching <laughs> the animation, they did such a good job kind of animating her fat. And like when she's doing saying body language, she's like walk kind of mm-hmm. sacheting mm-hmm. her backfolds mm-hmm. are so well drawn. Mm. Like just the like I've never <laughs> it's like so rare that you see Fat characters drawn <laughs> accurately and well, and like they, that's like
1: what back fat looks like. That
3: is well, they, and, and they, weirdly
0: not condemningly. I don't no, think. not at all. No, mm-hmm. like the, it looks adulting. very natural and uh, yeah. real. Yeah. And
1: they do a buddy. There's, so there's a there's an edit called a buddy shot where the character walks directly into the lens of the camera, mm-hmm. and then there's a cut to the reverse perspective where they sort of they've kind of walked through the camera, mm-hmm. and so you see them walking away from the camera into the next shot. So there's a cut right on the sort of closing in on the lens and then it goes dark. They do a buddy shot with her tits. <laughs> she just floats right into the camera and it's just boobs getting closer and closer and closer. Man, I wish I had seen this movie as a kid. <laughs> I don't think I did. I think I watched it for the first time when I was like 22.
2: Well, I, something else that I was very conscious of was like the mermen are friggin'
0: hot. There's uh, one fat merman. There is one yeah. fat merman. Did you see? You oh, saw him? Of course, him. I saw him. Of course, you did. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, all the way in the background. Yes, there's there's 27,000
2: mer people, and I saw the fat one. Yeah. When,
3: <laughs> so when it started, so the first mer person you see is a very hunky. Yeah. Merman who swims past the camera and Dan's like, why isn't the movie about him? <laughs> and then when so jumping He's forward. He's the leading man. I, spoilers for the little mermaid, after Ursula is defeated and all the little uh sea slugs in her garden, the poor unfortunate souls, are turning back it's like, wait, are they all men?
1: <laughs> and Dan was like really excited, like, oh my god, it's all the gay boys. <laughs> I think there's some women in there and there's yeah. one fat merman. There is, is one fat merman. Yes,
2: who is adorable. He was very cute. <laughs> um,
1: I mean I so I th- I just realized I had forgotten this last night when I was trying to think of the first time I saw this movie. It was with my ex Joseph. That was mm-hmm. the first time I had watched it. And hearing him like react to watching Ursula cuz of course he loves the movie. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think I know a fat man who doesn't love Oh, or at no. least a fat gay man. I don't know a fat person who yeah. doesn't love the Little Mermaid and Ursula. And so I was. I remember, yeah, just that like every like joke she makes, every little like mm. insinuation she yeah. has, mm-hmm. every little like. There's so much nuance. I mean, it's it's the classic thing about Disney movies, right? The villains yeah. are always the most interesting well, characters. I,
0: I mean, she kind of set the tone for that in a lot of ways because the villains had gotten very kind of dry since the 70s and 60s mm. well is that because
2: you know, she's i because she's queer-coded that's what i wonder yeah like I that's that's what the interest is a lot of them were
0: queer-coded like Jafar, even the the, mm-hmm. the scar well yeah but even before the little mermaid like the great mouse detective i think was one of the few movies they made immediately before it mm-hmm. and the villain in that if i recall correctly is sort of the gay villainous mm. ha guy mm. but
2: yeah, maybe. Um, I, don't, right. I I'll tell you this. I'll, they'll definitely tell you this. I, you know how they they read they redid. Uh, I guess it was Sleeping Beauty with Maleficent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I totally want to see that for the Little Mermaid. I want to see, see be awesome. Ursula. Yeah, that that and I that really so a lot of people have been the saying Little saying that Mermaid. For a long time. Sure, I can take her leave. That I would
0: be the first person to buy tickets to Ursula. Mm. I think there's something interesting there to be discussed because, like, I remember when the AFI Top 100 Villains of All Time came out. Mm-hmm. I and everyone I knew that was sort of Gen X was shocked that uh the wicked stepmother from Snow White topped out the list, right? Uh, what? Uh, the Queen um, Queen. Queen. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> then I got into a conversation with someone and it became very clear that every generation has their own Disney villain. Hmm. And the boomer generation were the voters oh, yeah. for oh. that list. So was that
1: fucking boomers. Man. So I, I definitely <laughs> do
0: see like with uh with the boomers and older, it's the, the wicked stepmother, because it was something about, I, I don't know. I think it's because she represented uh, tradition and family turned on its ear. I will say you know, that- The mother that is trying to kill the, the child.
2: I, I think it's more than that. I think she's got this cold, icy beauty, and it's mm-hmm. that, that sort of- Ice Queen. And I remember going to Disneyland. They used to have an advisory. They, they screwed up the ride so badly. They used to have an advisory yeah, at Disneyland. it was so scary. That, that the, Disney, the, the, Snow, the Snow White ride was yeah. too scary. I wish I had seen that version. And it was. Um, I, I was terrified as a child.
1: Yeah. So <laughs>
0: while the Boomers connected with that, I think the Gen Xers connected to Maleficent. Maybe so. And, you know, I don't know why that is, but, like, I think most of our generation, like, for me, it's always, like, the one who wasn't invited to the party. Mm. Like, you know, the one who got to see what the last generation got to have and we we weren't going mm-hmm. to get, you know? <laughs> uh <laughs>
3: I don't know. I identify with like, you didn't invite me to your party. Fuck your kid.
0: (laughs) 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 And your sewing machine. (laughs) You know, so, but I think Ursula was the first like big personality one for the new generation of Disney Disney people.
2: So I feel like the millennials
0: just connected. And I I
2: think there's something else that I really love about Ursula, which is she's not mean. She's just evil. Hmm. And I kind of respect that, <laughs> like <laughs> she's joyous. She's enjoying hmm. life, like, and you so seldom like you do not see that in the Evil Queen from Snow White. and this this, this most this,
1: other villains, I would say, yeah, Disney exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, but I think
2: I think the antithesis of that would be the evil queen, the the stepmother. Mm. but in Ursula, she like i said she's she's not mean. No. she's enjoying this. I mean <laughs> but
3: it's also like that i really, so i good. I love the like, okay you really want to change yourself to make someone fall in love with you cuz that's what most of what we see from mm-hmm. you know Ariel's experience and then also she during the song there's you know this one longing to be thinner this one wants to get the girl mm-hmm. and it's you know they both change each other and fall in love mm-hmm. and then she's like okay but you didn't fill your end of the deal because they are like you can't i i like that it's like you can't really have true like it's not true love because you're not your true self Mm -hmm. i I mean the direct
0: message is you can't give away a piece of yourself in order to be loved yes yeah Yeah. that's the direct right on the nose
1: because what eric fell in love with was her eric right yeah Yeah. he fell in love with her her voice he didn't even really see her uh (laughs) when she rescued him he heard her voice and and fell in love with her singing part of your world and then of course she loses her voice to try and Convince him to love her, and
2: it doesn't work. Very O. Henry, Gift of the Magi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I I love that. I love it's the quintessential irony.
3: I forgot that like he plays the flute, Mm -hmm. and just the flute was so in my mind because of Lizzo. I (laughs) I I just like kept waiting for like Lizzo Ursula to like (gasps) climb up and just grab the flute (laughs) (laughs) on this this antique
2: Viking flute, and then he
3: just like throws the flute into the ocean. It was probably an expensive flute. I really thought like I'm like wow that's. And I was all, so this is, I don't know, this is way off topic, but <laughs> thinking about the little mermaid, like, and all of her treasures, it's like, if they made the movie now, it would just all be plastic garbage. Yeah. In her <laughs> and they live on a plastic. So much load. less
0: romantic about you know, a mermaid holding up a, a six pack, uh, plastic <laughs> you know, container string rack and wondering what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it, there's
1: a, certainly a darker overtone to it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I so the ending Right, so Mm -hmm. Ursula gets uh, Triton's, his scepter, his crown, uh, because he puts himself in in Mario's place and makes the deal and gets turned into a little shrimp. And then Ursula, uh, (laughs) she starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger and Uh bigger uh, in order to take over the ocean. Oh,
0: wait. Is that what she means about wasting away from her former self?
1: Oh, maybe.
0: Mm. Oh. I mean, oh, that would make sense because yeah. that's
1: what she does when she takes as her power back. As soon as back. she gets her power mm-hmm.
0: back, she becomes huge again.
1: So Michael was saying, how are they going to do this <laughs> in the live action version? Oh, shadow, shadow. Melissa McCarthy, like. Shadow
2: puppetry. That's 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 a fun one.
1: Yeah, Shadow puppetry? Or, just, yeah. or bad CGI. I mean,
3: There'll it's going to be CGI. Like, I'm going to go I, with Oh, the I, I forgot it's not stage. I was yeah. thinking the stage play.
1: No. Why Why are
3: you? Because that's how I
2: think, Michael. (laughs) You think in 30 Rock, I think in stage. Okay, fair enough.
1: Um, No, he was just like, how are they going to do this? Because it's not a cartoon just getting larger Mm -hmm. in the water. It's a real person that we know what she looks like with presumably CGI tentacles. Have you seen um, American Gods? Oh, yeah. I've seen like... A clip or two. They I do. think Donna and I watched like an episode or two. I think really I watched,
0: well. I think I made you watch the opening of the first episode.
1: Yeah. And then a couple other moments too. Okay. But uh, yeah, there's a really great scene where Is it this the woman who just like envelops. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that. Okay. I've seen that. But that so was, like was that really, really was with well done. With Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's really well done. I yeah. mean, it's trick photography. It's a lot of like what you would see with yeah. Lord of the Rings uh, with forced perspective mm-hmm. and it's yeah. It's well done. But that's what
2: makes it good. It's it's not heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. And I but think we're a talking giant
1: about Melissa a sea McCarthy... witch that's the size of a skyscraper. This well, is not just a going I mean, it's it's think yeah. a giant yeah. Melissa
0: McCarthy l- laying siege to a freaking fleet of ships will be amazing. Yes. I mean, yeah.
2: I wonder, see, I wonder if Melissa McCarthy can muster the evil necessary.
1: I'm cur- I'm very curious. Yeah. I don't necessarily think she won't. I just, I really want to see what she does. Well,
2: because she never does that. Yeah. Lee, I mean, I actually should say I've I have not seen some I've of her seen her play. I haven't seen harsh some of her dramas. Roles. I haven't seen some of her dramas. So.
0: I, I've seen her play harsh roles that are they're but they're they're not usually cruel, I don't think.
1: I mean, I haven't seen her in much that isn't a comedy. Like just a straight up. You but know, that's our fault. She's she has comedy. been in dramas. Um I know, I know. I, and so. but this isn't a drama. This is more of a I mean cuz this is a cartoonish villain brought to real life instead of cartoon.
2: It's melodrama.
1: It's yeah, sure, but she's got a she's got to sing, she's got to yeah, be you're right, you're like, right, you're larger right. than life, she's mm-hmm. got to be wicked, she's got to have Most of The al- life Her life laugh action. the laugh yeah. is going to be the determining factor for me because Pat Carroll's evil Ursula laugh is like unparalleled.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy I think can get a get there I think. Maybe Jafar's laugh I would put it up there mm-hmm. close to I Ursula. I just watched the Aladdin live action movie and the villain was one of the death notes for that he just couldn't
3: yeah so if there was a it was a gay chub chaser little mermaid <laughs> would it be the chaser wanting to go to chub hmm. or would it be a chub wanting to like chub mermaid wanting to go to
1: i think what Land. it has to be is it's the chub wanting to get with the chaser and he thinks he has to make himself skinny Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. and that but the chaser doesn't, doesn't want, want him that. to be skinny yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, and that would work incredibly well. Yeah, I it think. would. <laughs>
3: I was actually thinking about, like, when, uh, so when Prince Eric falls into the water and Eric has to save him, I'm like, well, if he was fat, this will, he <laughs> would have to save him. We just be, be floating like a cork.
1: <laughs> no, but it, it's, it makes sense in that way, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if the mermaid aspect would work but they're clearly fat mermen. Yeah. Like, there, there
0: are, so... For some reason, my brain started going, like, well, you wouldn't have to combine them with fishness, or so you could have, like, where a uh, mer-walrus is, that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, my.
3: That's a whole other movie. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think that's that's a whole other avenue well, of porn. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. And their crack military team, the Elephant Seal Team Six.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want to see that.
0: Let <laughs> us know
3: uh, what you think about Chip of Little Mermaid. Yeah, Chub Ariel, <laughs> uh,
1: Chaser Ariel, Chaser. Yeah, Chub Ariel, Chaser Ariel. I think yeah. Chub Ariel, but I could be convinced. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Um, do we have a tip? Probably not, because no. we just did the live yeah. thing.
0: We're all tipped out. Wow. Are you, are you saying our tips are sensitive right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what?
2: Well, that, <sighs> ooh, that was, I got no, a no, 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 no. I was saying something else. I was like, I, I was excited side. for the
0: tip. Okay. So for our bit today, um, I was looking down the list of former Disney movies they've put out. And do you realize how many movies they've made about us? It's shocking. Um, Why am so I not getting royalties? I was going <laughs> down the list. And here we go. So I'm here, I'm going to give you some movie descriptions okay. uh, for famous Disney movies. And you're going to have to figure out which movie was about us. Like that, okay? So us for example, as a group. Okay. Okay. So as, as an example, and all of them should be relatively straightforward, a movie where, you're, where yours truly, me, uh, learns to fly using my enormous ears. Ding, 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 ding. Do I just have to guess the name of the movie? Just guess the name of the movie. Donbo. Donbo. That is oh. correct. Oh.
3: I was okay. wondering. I'm like, I thought we were supposed to say our full names, and I'm okay, I was I wondering see. where this was going, and okay. I
0: understand now. All right. So our first one, a movie. Where a very spotted Dan Oliverio puppy hybrid encounters over one hundred versions of himself. One um, ding ding ding, uh, one hundred and one Dan Mations. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a boy grows up with his loyal Michael by his side, but has to put him down when he catches rabies.
1: Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I don't think I've seen I, I this have, movie. Um,
0: I have. I know Dan was traumatized by it because everyone in our generation was. Uh, I'm trying to. Find old a pun, old willer that is oh. correct uh, old <laughs> willer uh, that's funny there we go okay the muppets dabble in piracy to find the legendary buried treasure trevor of trevor island on. <laughs> uh, full title please full the title muppets please the muppets trevor island yes maybe. that is correct <laughs> all right last one dan wearing a kitten costume befriends a large pack of wise cracking streetwise dogs in oh. this rollicking musical oh Features I'm, the voices of Cheech Marin, Dom DeLuise, and Joey Lawrence. I know this movie, but I can't think of the name. And they, they're
3: dancing. They're dancing on the cab. Da, 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 da. Just, a, it's not a, a, a good, of Cats, is it?
0: We know it's no. Dan. Think about Dan's full name.
3: Oliverio. Olive. Oh, Oliverio and company. Oh, Oliver. Yes, well done. Ray, oh I've gosh. never seen that. They're cats. I remember in when it came out, though.
0: The lead Oliver is a cat. He joins a street.
2: Well, a street oh, patent of dogs. Oh, well, no wonder I ever saw <laughs> it.
3: Well, do you have a headache after thinking <laughs> of puns? <laughs> we're uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter as that big fat gay pod. Well, I'm trying to think of puns now. Oh, for don't! <laughs> we're on Facebook as the Big Fat Gay Podcast. Five stars there. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Support us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Big Fat Gay Pod. See the articles we talked about at www.bigfatgaypod.com. Well, maybe uh, you're a you're a little mer person, <laughs> and you've come to us because you want you want to be with the prince on land. Well, tough titties, <laughs> but a mer person, literally. So, uh, is this it? Remember the importance of bondy language and <laughs> watch out. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Ha, <laughs> ha,